Pain cash and women's rights. Hello everybody and welcome to the conversation. I'm David Schuster in the wake of voters in Kansas supporting abortion rights in that state. A lot of Democrats are now trying to figure out, well, where does this battle go next? And some Democrats are pointing out the amount of money that organizations like AT&T, Disney, Comcast, Walmart, Uber and others are giving to anti-abortion politicians. So we're here to talk about that effort of trying to squeeze some of these companies and help support women is Shauna Tama. She's the executive director and co-founder of Ultraviolet, which is an organization, a community which tries to help and improve the lives of women. Shauna, thanks for joining us. First of all, what was your reaction to Kansas? Uh, Kansas was such an important win. I think clearly for the people in Kansas and from neighboring states who rely on Kansas for access to abortion services where abortion has been banned or will be soon. Um, but also nationally, I think people needed to see and reconnect with the fact that when democracy works, when people can make their voices heard, when the majority's voice can be heard, we can win. Um, and it was such a stark and important contrast, I think, to what we saw a few days later in Indiana, where democracy did not work, where you had a set of you know gerrymandered districts and and corrupt legislature, legislators, frankly, passing you know an abortion ban that is opposed by the majority of people in their state. What has been the reaction, I suppose, if any, to, to both states in corporate America? <clears throat> in other words, that I mean, is corporate America changing and feeling a greater responsibility on these issues, or are they taking a pass? I think corporations are recognizing that the stakes of this moment are enormous. They had both for their employees, for their consumers, for democracy. And I think they're struggling with what their response should be. Um, there, you know, what we saw right out of the gate was hundreds of corporations, some of the biggest corporations in the country. Um, you know, offering travel benefits, really trying to signal, I think, in response to employee demands for what they're going to do for those of us, right? The employees who are being impacted. Um, but these same corporations are giving millions of dollars to political candidates and their associated PACs on the local, state, and federal level. And these contributions have a huge impact on state elections with smaller budgets and really far ranging consequences. And we're not seeing yet, but I'm confident, you know, a lot of these corporations are considering right now is what to do about that because it's being exposed. Companies like AT&T and Comcast, you know, gave a combined $500,000 to the politicians behind the Mississippi 15 week ban that the Supreme Court used to gut our federal right to an abortion. Um, excuse me, and you know, I think both employees and consumers and politicians are starting to hold them accountable for that. Now these corporations where you're talking about Comcast, AT&T and others, they say, look, it's not that we don't support abortion rights. We are giving to politicians across the board because we want a certain regulatory environment for our core businesses. And AT&T and Comcast said, look, they're not in the abortion business. They're in the business of entertainment and media. And that's why they're giving money to these politicians who happen to also be against abortion. What do you make of that argument? Well, first of all, corporations need to start recognizing that attacks on abortion are also the attacks on our democracy and that they're not going to be successful. They do not have a business state. It is not in their business interest to continue to allow democracy to be attacked in this way. But look, corporations, you know, they give money to politicians, as you said, as a way to, as they say, as a way to buy support for narrow business interests. You know, when a company donates to a political candidate, it powers that politician's entire political platform, though, and that's what they need to start to come to terms with. It's reckless. You know what they're doing, giving giving directly undermines abortion rights, it or it undermines voting rights, um, and it's helping to advance fascism, right? So even if a corporation also gives 
to pro-abortion candidates, I would argue. This doesn't cancel out, right? It's contributions to anti-abortion candidates. The impact remains the same. Anti-abortion lawmakers more easily win elections thanks to corporate support, and they pass dangerous laws when there are not this that cause direct harm to their consumers and workers alike. So I don't think that that defense is gonna hold much longer. Where does the pressures campaign stand right now with corporations? What is the strategy right now from women's rights organizations? And what is the general strategy that you're guiding people towards who are maybe customers of some of these companies? Sure, so a really big part of this strategy was first just exposing the truth about corporate complicity, about corporate funding. And a lot of journalists have been have been doing this and a lot of women's rights organizations. Ultraviolet has been running this and doing this for two years now, specifically around AT&T, Coca-Cola, Disney, Nike, Procter and Gamble, Uber. And you know what we are, the phase that we are in now, I should say, is you know, helping consumers and corporate employees sort of understand their power to start to overturn destructive political giving, um, to you know, to leverage the fact that businesses in fact need our good favor and opinion to thrive as much as they need a democracy to thrive. So we're also starting to just reflect out how consumer sentiment is shifting. Right, 70% of younger consumers across race and gender are concerned with these corporate contributions. We released that polling data, um, I think it was last week. Two thirds of younger consumers say they would be less likely to buy or use a company's products if they knew that the company donated to anti-abortion politicians. 50% of young consumers are both pro-abortion and willing to boycott companies whose donations don't support their abortion views. You know, 69% of young people say they would think twice before applying to work for a company that donates to anti-abortion lawmakers, which gets to the employee piece. There are employees that are actively agitating both publicly and privately behind the scenes. And it's really the job of people on the outside to support their efforts to change the way their companies function, to change the way those companies operate. And what's been the reaction so far from the people in charge of these corporations? Have any of them said, okay, uh, give us some time to, to work this out. We hear you, we understand the concerns. Uh, where are they coming down on this? Yeah, different corporations are doing different things. Uh, from what I can tell, AT&T has set up a whole war room to deal with this line of attack. Others are you know, are remaining pretty silent. Um, they are occasionally responding to journalists inquiry, saying things like, we didn't know, <laughs> or we're looking at it further. I mean, that's an important step to do their own research about their own political giving, but we know the truth. I think they know the truth. And they're, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do, where to go with it. We do know though that corporations will respond to consumer pressure on these issues. I mean, match.com was really the first to say, oh, I, I didn't realize we were, you know, we didn't realize we were funding attorneys general. Um, we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, we should expect to see more of that. You know, in the aftermath and part of this, where this came from, from us, was in the aftermath of the 2020 uprisings for Black Lives. You know, we saw corporations really scramble to promote their reputations as socially conscious brands. Right after the January insurrection at the Capitol, a lot of corporations saw that their political giving to anti-democratic lawmakers was a liability. Many of them pledged to stop giving to those politicians that supported the attack on our democracy. Those are the same exact politicians advancing abortion bans, right? So now we have to force corporations to really align their corporations with these pledges, stop funding anti-abortion extremists. And what you know, what we're hoping to see soon is corporations who 
may not have been giving a tremendous amount in the past, but you know, understand the stakes are gonna be willing to say publicly, we're not gonna do it because it doesn't align with who we are as a company. It's dangerous for our consumers and our employees. And that, you know, and 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 showing that momentum will hopefully put the pressure that's needed on these larger corporations that are doing the most damage and moving the most money um, to overturn our basic rights and freedoms. Well, and it seems like there shouldn't be that much of a lift for a lot of these corporations. I mean, for the last 15 or 20 years, there's been corporate and social responsibility, which has been a key talking point for a lot of corporations, making sure that they're giving back to the community, that they're, you know, supporting, for example, like clean energy, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's not as if this sort of issue comes out of left field that people might want to a company to focus on something other than it's just its core product. 100%. AT&T, Disney, P&G, Nike, Coca-Cola, Uber, they all run advertising campaigns to brand themselves. They aren't just embracing this as a policy internally, they're branding themselves as socially conscious companies that value diversity, they value inclusion, women's empowerment, racial justice. But what we're exposing here is that behind closed doors, their political giving shows the opposite values and actions, right? They're giving millions of dollars to anti-justice. Um, um, politicians, and you know, I think there's there's a, I think the time is sort of running out on their ability to hold on to that strategy, which is not working for them. It's not working for the country. It's not working for the people who work for them. We mentioned Kansas and what happened in Indiana. Where is the next major fight over abortion rights? Well, it's happening. You know, it's in a few places. There's there's there are a couple places where abortion is on the ballot. Michigan is looming very large for a lot of people. Um, for both political reasons and because um, you have a governor who is fighting really hard to retain um, abortion access. there's But there's also states where it's gonna be really important for abortion access to be expanded. Whether we're talking about California or New York. Um, and you know, so it's it, it, between now really and the election, this is this is this is really about a fight to get as many people registered as possible, and as many people focused on, on on mobilizing to make sure we turn out for the people who are going to protect our rights and freedoms. We're going to protect abortion access. So the the you know the the there is a conversation that is going to look different based on region and based on the state. But the the truth is, the next fight is election day. And um, what has been the impact as far as the 2022 midterms? Are you one of those people who think, look, maybe this is energy? Democrats in a way that enables them not only to add seats in the Senate, but also possibly hold the House. I don't think that happens by magic. I think they have to work for it. Um, but I think they are increasingly seeing the polling. I think they they saw what happened in Kansas, you know, in a red state in the middle of the country. And I think that if they really trust the data, trust who they're, you know, the people who are telling them, right, which is the majority, that they're not aligned with this. Um, it's a huge opportunity for them to exploit Republican overreach. And you know, it's really up to Democrats to seize that opportunity to understand the stakes, to understand that, you know, for people who may not have seen themselves as abortion activists, may not have ever believed that this moment was possible. Um, they need to, you know, they they need to hear and see Democrats really champion this, under knowing that this is something that they are going to work to reverse, right? And to restore our rights and freedoms. And if they do that. I think all the calculations people were making about the midterms earlier this year are gonna be dead wrong. Shana Thomas, she's executive director, co-founder of Ultraviolet. Shauna, thanks for joining us, we appreciate it. Thank you.